You're watching a Facts with Fiona media production. I'm Fiona Moriarty, and this is the Fiona Moriarty Show. Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the 10th episode of the Fiona Moriarty Show Season 2. I'm your host, Fiona Moriarty. This week, we have the opportunity to talk to the band High Noon, the Napa-based rock band which played to packed crowds at the Truly Stage and Jam Pad at Bottle Rock, Napa Valley. We sat down with the band, which is comprised of four members, Ryan Niergaard on vocals, Ian DeVroe White on guitar, Brennan Cherry on drums, and Nick Blankenship on bass. Featured as the festival's emerging artist, its debut six-song EP, Swell, is available now on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you stream your music. But music isn't the band's only specialty. Lead guitarist Ian DeVroe White is also a vintner who has his own winery in Napa, Smith DeVroe Wine, specializing in sustainable wine. Let's go to our conversation with the band High Noon. Hey guys, here we are with the band High Noon live at Bottle Rock Napa. They just played a set this morning. How does it feel coming off of like one of your first festivals? Feels feels great. Um, culmination of things to get here and uh, it was just beautiful and humbled to kick this off and set the vibe at the 10 year anniversary of Bottle Rock. And um, yeah, just super, super grateful to be here. So this is Ian White, he is the lead guitarist for the band, and then Brandon Cherry, drummer. So, yeah, how does it feel, Ian? It feels great. You know, the guys from Bottle Rock found us. We were playing another festival. Uh, we were playing with the Stone Foxes, who actually went right on after us, which is funny to see uh-huh. those guys again, but also the fantastic Negrito, who just won a Grammy. And so we played with them, and it was really humbling and wonderful to have them see us at a little outdoor festival. I was actually yeah. a benefit for Ukraine and then choose to be here. So it was great to play that little festival and then be able to grow into this. And for the first time, look out in the crowd, really, after releasing our album recently, being able to look out in the crowd and see people singing back to us, uh, people um, knowing the lyrics to the songs that we've all written together. And that's yeah. an exciting thing because at a festival, you don't know who's going to be out there. Exactly. It's not like you can count the 800 tickets that sold for a, a concert hall or journey downtown that we're playing soon. We'll know exactly what to expect here. You just got to hope and enjoy it. Exactly. So what is your band's origin story? Our origin story uh, started with Ryan and I, the lead singer, playing a little guitar and really, really needing um, a drummer. And so we found Brandon through through a friend and we were all in a position that we could play at noon. And so we started meeting at noon and playing at noon together. And at one point somebody asked us to play a show and like, yeah. what's the name of your band? We're like, well, we play at noon. Yep. And uh, I guess we're, uh, it's like gunslinging trying to get this all out there. So <laughs> yep. we're, we're, we're the band High Noon. Yeah. Um, and so, but it really the origin is friendship and love of music because we all love music. We all play music. We've, he, I mean, he's toured the country with another band. I've played a lot of different concerts, but this was really about friendship, I would say. Brandon? Yeah. Uh, origin story for you. I come in a little bit later. Yeah. All right. We got, they needed a percussionist, so I got hooked up with a buddy that was in the wine industry and got up this way and uh it's just been like a fast track of growth for us i think personally and musically and uh we've put some intentions out there and it's just really cool to see it all come together awesome so how did you guys 
start playing music? Like, how did you get into it? Is it like kind of a childhood hobby that turned into a career? Yeah, I think different, very different stories for, for each of us. But for me, my mom, when I was a kid, all I would do is skateboard when I was like 10. Okay. And she's like, you have to do something else. And so yeah. I want you to join the swim team. I was like, oh, man. And then I found out that I was going to have to shave my legs to join the swim team. Yeah. I was like, And so she's like, or you could pick up an instrument, like guitar. Yeah. Guitar. And yeah. so I started playing guitar. And I wasn't, um, I wasn't, I didn't do so well with the ladies when I was younger. Okay. And so uh, I had a lot of time alone at home to write angsty music and so at a really young age I was writing songs about things I had no idea about but that started me songwriting at 13 years old and later playing the Concord Pavilion played with a whole bunch of different bands uh, and so for me it was just an opportunity to express myself and give me something to do when uh, when all my friends were out with their girls uh, yep. Brandon I know he was in a tour with a punk band this guy he's a rock star from birth yeah. origin story played in high school um, played in some punk hardcore bands afterwards did a little touring and then an indie band after that, and which led me to these guys. Um, so the origin, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I keep saying this, like I put myself with people that are like on the way of where I want it to be musically. Yeah, it was a huge step backwards for him, but we're still Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So how would you define your sound like as a band? We were having trouble, I think, defining our sound because we always talk about classic rock in terms of Led Zeppelin and bands like that as sort of our influences. Uh -huh. But it was our producer actually recently uh, who, let, when we were just talking about that, he's like, uh, you know what? You guys are really have a very much a 90s yep. sound. And he actually sat us down and played Alice in Chains and played Stone Temple Pilots and played Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers and even the Goo Goo Dolls. He's like, this is what I'm hearing yeah. from what you're playing. And we all kind of looked at each other like, oh, man. Shut we uh, yeah. First, it was like, don't ever say Goo Goo Dolls again. But then we listened to their songs. We're like, wait, dude, their music's really good. We forgot. And then Oasis. And don't so, exactly. And so there was this whole list oh, yeah. of things. Okay. Um, and uh, I, will, I, will, I will let our lead singer, Ryan, uh, answer that question or perhaps the next one. What's the question? How would you define your sound? Uh, I don't know. We, we, we came from a lot of different genres. Um, when Ian and I first met on on the uh, side of the lake, we were doing Billie Jean. Uh, for Michael Jackson, we were doing Chili Peppers. As we were started writing some stuff, we had uh, someone who actually played a bottle rock um, uh, that did a lot of things like techno-based mm -hmm. and actually like took one of our songs that direction. Uh, we did some country country stuff and then yeah 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 no and then and then at the end of the day it's like i think we've gravitated more uh brandon comes to a little bit more of like a uh heavy metal headbanger um wrath of the nation type of uh background and uh -huh. that's what we got yeah. awesome angry about your father <laughs> my father loves yeah our, our sound um is I would say it's just a, a, a corner, beautiful cornucopia of everything we've been in, in influenced by. Like, obviously, it's been said a bunch of times, 90s influences, uh, but there's Led Zeppelin in there. Uh, there's Tom Petty in there. Um, yeah, just a lot of a lot of love in there is what it is, right? Yeah. So if you come out and see our show, I think you'll feel the love and the uh, passion we put into it. What was your debut song? I mean, do you still play it as a very successful compared to your singles now? Our debut song as the band that we are today, uh -huh. I would say is Preacher Man. And that Preacher was a song Man. that we played at the Ukrainian benefit with the Fantastic Negrito and the Stone Foxes. 
and we were um we we hadn't even finished the song yet but we kind of led with that and looking out in the crowd at that festival and seeing the way everybody was moving and then later having someone say like dude what was that song yeah we're like oh so um you know it's almost on accident that that was really our our first song and and it was our first intentional uh single off of this album as well and so preacher man really was the one that led it and it was initially what we wanted our album like we were gonna be like all right we're gonna use that as the song that carries the album it kind of sets the foundation for the songs mm-hmm. and ultimately i don't think it necessarily did that but it definitely is where we started i would agree with that statement uh preacher man is actually about my father okay um so i was a pastor's son growing up oh, wow. we moved 15 different states and whatnot and so it's kind of like the progression of his life Mm-hmm. but also narrated by the fact that uh, we've really put some highlights in there that he might not have enjoyed. My father, yeah. ministers don't normally enjoy whiskey, yeah. but uh, that, that still exists in there. So at the end of the day, it was, it was a cathartic experience that we, we got to write that together. What's the question? I'm going to kind of jump into like the yeah. songwriting process. Let's do this. Do you all kind of take from your own lives and kind of combine it together, or is each song really kind of like yours was the preacher man like how does it kind of work i have the mic as a band i got this so typically he'll maybe he'll hum a song into like a little voice memo on the phone uh-huh. he brings a riff to practice what do you think of this riff play a little beat to it uh-huh. and for the most part this maybe besides preacher man uh, where they kind of wrote together everything's kind of been a culmination and yeah. just everyone putting in their vibe and that's what i like most about this group is that we all get to kind of put in our two little cents and yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a hundred percent spot on. The point is, is like, we really try to like take everybody's uh, thought process into consideration. Uh-huh. I would say if there's the best writer in the group, it's Ian. Okay. Ian by hands down is like a literary, a literary master. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, as far as like when we approach things, if any one of us takes the lead, uh-huh. the, rest of us will actually put the other person in check is to say that doesn't make sense to me i don't like that and i'd say that that's kind of a that's awesome it's like a collaborative process and then ian i know you're a vintner could you tell me a little bit more about your like your winery and does that kind of does wine inspire the you know songwriting process or just making music um (laughs) yes uh, i did do i have a winery called smith devereaux here um and uh what I would say is actually wine kind of brought me to some of the some of the darkest places in my life. If okay. I'm perfectly honest, and so some of the songs um, that that I that I um, that I started and that we all uh-huh. wrote together um, actually came out of some pretty dark places that were in this industry. And when you have a winery, there's there's alcohol around all the time, and there's a lot of beauty to that, and there's a lot yeah. of story to that, and a lot of joy to that. But there's some darker sides to that too. And I fell into the darker side for a little while, and so for me, well, I think there's that there's also the joy of storytelling and my favorite part of wine is telling people why i make a certain wine telling people why i named a wine a certain exactly telling people stories out in the vineyard and involving them in the process of the wine and then knowing that as they share that wine with others that they love that they're going to be telling the story of the wine that i've shared with them and music like that when we write a song together and we see people singing it back to us when they ask us what it's about it's very similar. It's very similar because yeah. we get to be a part of other people's stories. And I think that's the beauty of wine is you get to be a part of other people's stories too. Well, thank you so much. This is the band High Noon live from Bottle Rock Dapa. Could you, do you want to share some of your socials? 
Yes, you can find us at The Band High Noon on Instagram, on Spotify, on iTunes, even on Napster, um, but okay. everywhere, and TikTok, of course. Uh, but that's all The Band High Noon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, we're doing a little freestyle. Said I'm leaving California. Got the East Coast on my mind. From the Badlands to New Mexico and the Southern Country mine. Planning to see in Tennessee or sip some whiskey by my time. No, I find myself out there. You couldn't stop me. Even if you try. That's the band High Noon, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Fiona Moriarty Show. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And for more behind-the-scenes footage of the show, visit us at factswithfiona.com and follow me at Fiona Moriarty on Instagram and factswithfiona on Twitter. See you next week.